0: Awesome, one me, all right. This is Pacific Waves. I'm Moira Twila Epa Taylor. Fiji has a new Prime Minister, Sitivini Rambuka. We go to Kuroi Hawkins, who has the latest from Suva.
1: Sitivini Rambuka has been elected as the new Prime Minister of Fiji, bringing an end to eight years of political dominance by the outgoing Prime Minister, Frank Bainimarama, and his Fiji First Party. Rambuka was elected with 28 votes to 27 on Christmas Eve in Suva. Rambuka heads a three-party coalition government consisting of his own, People's First, the National Federation Party, led by Bhiman Prasad, and the King-making Sodelpa Party, led by William. Nguambuka. Today's result was met with jubilant celebrations in the capital Suva with similar scenes playing out across the country on social media. The result also marks the end of an era for Bainimarama 16 years from the 2006 coup to the return of democracy in 2014 and two outright election wins. Emerging from parliament Frank Bainimarama conceded defeat saying this is my legacy. Sitiveni Rambuka is expected to announce the members of his cabinet in the coming days where the three Sudelpa MPs end up will be the first indication of what was agreed to in the coalition negotiations. Coroy Hawkins for RNZ Pacific in Suva.
0: When the Pacific looks back on the year 2022, the Tongan volcano eruption and COVID-19 will stand out. But there was a lot more going on across the Blue Continent, including climate discussions and political uncertainty. RNZ Pacific's Christina Pusirko takes a look in the rearview mirror.
2: After intermittent eruptions at the end of 2021, the Hunga Tonga Hunga Haapai volcano became a one in 1,000 years disaster on January 15, 2022. A medical team leader on the ground said locals thought it was World War III. Three people were killed, entire villages had been wiped out by tsunami waters, and communications were down, heightening concerns for loved ones.
0: Local media reports a convoy of police and troops rushed the king to a villa at Mataki Ewa as residents headed for higher ground. Earlier, a series of explosions were heard as the undersea volcano, Hunga Tonga Hunga Haapai, erupted, throwing clouds of ash into the sky. The explosions were heard on La Kemba, Matuku and in Fiji's capital Suva around 6pm. As well as the palace grounds, the waterfront and main street were flooded in Nuku'alofa. This man is running as his house floods.
3: Our house is actually right on the beach, so I believe we've probably got about two metres of elevation. So I would think that a one and a half metre tsunami would have gone through the house. We're just hoping that our family looking after the place is safe and we can't wait to hear from them. The eruption has been really quite unusually large and very violent. So um, we don't often see eruptions of of this size. So these probably occur every few decades.
2: It has been almost a year since the eruption and a commemoration is planned for January 2023. In 2022, the world started opening up again after two years of separation. The World Health Organization reported a total of 103.7 million confirmed cases of COVID-19 across the Western Pacific to December 19th. Border reopening across the region was gradual. Tokelau was the last Pacific nation to be COVID-free, but on December 20th, it was announced that five cases were picked up through rat screening and quarantine. Fiji, Vanuatu and Papua New Guinea all voted this year. PNG's election in July was marred by what has been called the most violent election in the nation's 47 years of independence. At the end of it, James Marape took his seat as Prime Minister. A surprise, controversial election was triggered in Vanuatu after the dissolution of the country's parliament on August 19th. In October, official results revealed a fractured parliament, with seven being the highest number of MPs won by a single party. In November, Ishmael Kasakal was elected unopposed as the 13th Prime Minister of Vanuatu. It took Fiji a long time to decide on an election date. When they did, there were high hopes for a smooth election, but it had its moments. The reigning Fiji First failed to get an outright majority, and the Social Democratic Liberal Party, or SIDELPA, became kingmakers. They chose to join up with the National Federation Party and the People's Alliance for a three-party coalition. Communication will be sent to His uh, Excellency, the President, confirming that the new People's Alliance, National Federation
3: Party, and SIDELPA government, He's ready to
2: lead under the new Prime Minister, Mr Sipiwani Rakoko. But that was not the end of it. Reports swirled about flaws in the Sidelpa in-house voting, claims of violence and a refusal to concede from incumbent Frank Bainimarama. With Christmas fast approaching, Sidelpa was allowing both sides to resubmit their coalition proposals on December 23rd. At COP27, the Pacific took its plea for survival to the world.
3: The record rates of increased coastal erosion, ocean acidification, the loss of coral reefs, coupled with ever-present rising sea levels, three times higher than the global average. Our ability to respond to the increasing multiplicity of disasters and the increasing severity and intensity of extreme weather patterns is now undermined.
2: You know, what happens when when people are forced to relocate, when entire cultures are moved?
1: As sea level rise, our population will be displaced from their homes. However, climate change, climate refugees is not covered under the categories of the Refugee Convention. Drowning islands and flooded nations requires a reassertion of our basic human rights. The major solutions that we talk about remain distant as we are at the mercy of multilateral implementing agencies who continue to determine how we adapt so disheartening. Nevertheless, we remain hopeful that our collective efforts and partnership will address these concerns.
2: The region fought and begged for a fund to be set up for loss and damage mitigation in the region, and they succeeded despite the fund not being on the agenda at the start of COP27. It is due for launch by 2024. But it was not all sunshine. World leaders failed to agree on language to phase down all fossil fuels instead of only coal. Several Pacific representatives expressed disappointment in the summit. Progress was made, but more is likely needed out of COP28 next year. Around 20 people were confirmed dead and more than 120 others were injured in October after fighting on Kiriwina Island in PNG. There were multiple layers of issues and tensions involved. PNG police met with the communities involved in a bid to negotiate peace and order on the island. And it's been a bit of a game of of tug-of-war in terms of aid and presence in the Blue Continent. The US and China have been offering support ranging from funding of infrastructure to police training. 2023 will be an interesting watch.
0: 2022 was a big year for Pacific sport. With a shock World Cup final appearance, the first Pacific teams to play in Super Rugby Commonwealth Games medals galore and milestones reached in many sports. As Craig Stephen reports, there was much to savour in a year in which sport began to return to normal after more than two years of enforced isolation and cancellations due to the COVID-19 pandemic.
3: Before the start of this year, no team from the Pacific had ever reached a World Cup final in either rugby or rugby league, men's or women's. But the glass ceiling was smashed in November when Toa Samoa defied logic to reach the Rugby League World Cup playoff in England after upsetting Tonga in the quarterfinals, then squeezing past England in the semi-finals. That win was all the more remarkable considering that England had humiliated the Toa 60 points to 6 in the tournament's opening game. Then Samoa were boosted by the arrival of their six NRL finalists, and things began to click. The president of Rugby League Samoa, Tangalua Faofina Su'a, said the team's success had united the nation. Well, everyone like in the world and here in Samoa, we've been through a lot, you know, with the COVID and a lot of other challenges we had, and uh, I think the Rugby League World Cup is uh, one of the best things that happened for the last uh, two, three years. Our nation, not just here in Samoa, but you know, all around the world. The run caused flags to be raised and mass crowds gathered from Apia to Adelaide and Savaii to South Auckland. Now the Tour of Samoa would return to a hero's welcome in the Samoan capital in five days' time. In rugby, Moana Pacifica and Fiji and broke new ground by competing in the Super Rugby Pacific competition for the first time. Fiji Rugby Union chief executive. John O'Connor said it was what all Fijians had wanted. Yeah, The opportunity to you know, to play in a super rugby team has always been a dream of uh, most of uh, our young players. Eh? Playing rugby in primary school and secondary. Apart from uh, playing for the Flying Fijians or the Fijian 7 team, uh, one of their dreams is to be able to, you know, to play professional rugby. However, the team's journeys began with defeat. When the Ten Times Champions Crusaders beat Moana Pacifica 33-12, but the new side turned in a respectable showing in that debut match. The Fiji Andrew made history in their third match, defeating the Melbourne Rebels 31-26 in Queensland, and when the two teams met in May, it was the Andrew that came out on top, defeating the rivals 34-19 in Sydney. Both Pacifica and Andrew ended up with two wins apiece setting them up for a competitive 2023 campaign. In the women's game, the Fijiani and Drew's historic victory over the New South Wales Waratahs in Melbourne ended the dominance of the Waratahs and gave the Fijiana the Super W title. In England, which was enduring scorching temperatures in the Northern Hemisphere summer, Pacific athletes were on fire, winning a total of 12 medals at the Commonwealth Games, which was split among six nations. Samoa won the region's only gold, weightlifter Don Opalengi, and the nation's lifters also won three silver medals, and there was also Samo and Silver in heavyweight boxing. Fiji won four medals, two of them in the Rugby Sevens, but there was some disappointment that neither team could win their respective finals. Weightlifting brought the only medals for Papua New Guinea and Nauru, Vanuatu gained a bronze in beach volleyball, one of the stories of the games was when Nui gained his first ever medal with a boxing bronze. PNG chef de Museum Michael Hernau, said it was a great team performance because of the obstacles that were in place. Like
1: I'm sure every single other athlete at these Commonwealth Games, have, have come through such a difficult uh, period of time for all of humanity, right, through COVID, especially in Papua New Guinea with, our, with access to um, our training facilities and training centres. And I have to give credit to our Papua New Guinea Sports Foundation because they really have been the backbone.
3: Pacific netballers didn't qualify for the games, but there was a remarkable story with the one-time underdogs Tonga hitting an unbeaten streak. They began the year with no world ranking at all. Now they're the only Pacific team in the world's top ten. The Talas lift-off began in March in Sydney at the first of two Pacific Oz netball tournaments, which they won. Four months later, they had another undefeated tournament at the Oceanian Championships, securing qualification for the 2023 Nepal World Cup for the first time. This week has seen the Lionel Messi-led Argentina lift the men's Football World Cup for the third time and the first time since the days of Diego Maradona. The final, played against France in Qatar, seems a world away from the game in the Pacific, where football is second to the rugby codes. But the Oceania qualifiers, which was also held in the Gulf state, showed the game has come back to the position it was in before Covid struck, even though the disease forced the postponement of several early games. New Zealand won the tournament, perhaps as expected, in qualification for the Intercontinental Playoff, where they lost a controversial match against Costa Rica. They beat Solomon Islands in the Oceania final, but the Yellow and Blues proved themselves to be the clear second best team in the region. Will PG give the All Whites their toughest test, holding them to just 1 0. In the women's qualifiers, PNG defeated Fiji to win the tournament and bag a place in Intercontinental Playoffs for next year's World Cup. And finally, Papua New Guinea earned the most gold medals in the Pacific minigames in Saipan after finishing with 33 goals. The event was much reduced due to COVID-19, but late in 2023, the full Pacific Games will be held in Solomon Islands for the first time, giving the country a likely financial boost.
0: That's Pacific Waves for 2022. Remember, you can download us for free to your device from Spotify, iHeart or Apple Podcasts. And if you're using Apple Please leave us a rating so others can also find us. I'm Waretuila Epa Taylor, Manuila Karisi Masi, Mala Tausangafo.